Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Star Sound Speaks. This is Irliana Samsara, your cosmic weather girl, reporting for duty. Okay, uh, this is a really one of the big weeks of probably the biggest month of the year, as I as I've said, um, March. March um, being, you know, pivotal with Saturn and Pluto changing signs. Well, this is the week Saturn changes signs. Uh, in this episode, what I'm going to do is just talk about this week's weather, which is mainly really the full moon in Virgo and the ingress of Saturn. I'm going to keep the Saturn conversation for another time. I've got some uh, people that are going to come on and, you know, we're going to talk about this. So just, you know, hold for that deep dive for Saturn in Pisces. Uh, so, this one is really just going to uh, break down this uh, full moon in Virgo. So um, before we get started, just to say, if, you, if you've not met me before, my name's Irliana, and I do Hellenistic or traditional astrology blended with modern and uh, use whole sign houses. So with that in mind, let us proceed. <laughs> All right. So the full moon in Virgo is going to be on March 7th. And um, it's interesting because that's just an hour later, Saturn goes into Pisces. So Saturn will be in that final degree, 29 Aquarius, the final final degree. So um, anyway, for this full moon, it's at 16 degrees, 40 minutes. And it is the full, when you think about a full moon, what is a full moon? So we're going to talk about what is that? What are the things to notice with this particular full moon? Uh, where are the solutions to, you know, full moon anxiety? what kind of solutions can we best, you know, what, what that we can embrace and, um, and what, you know, whether to look out for uh, suggestions for what to do on this full moon before, you know, a few days leading up to and after. And uh, yeah, so that'll be it. Okay, so this full moon, um, the full moon represents the culmination of something that was started on the new moon. So it's two weeks later, right? So we had the new moon in Pisces. This is Pisces season. The culmination or the fruit bearing is the full moon. It always in the opposite sign. In this case, we have water Pisces. The opposite for this full moon is the um, is Virgo. Virgo is an earth sign. It's mutable earth. Pisces, mutable water, Virgo, mutable earth. So shifting and changing and uh, movement is, is certainly implied in, in all this. Uh, for this particular, um, now in any full moon, you're always going to look at, well, for example, for this full moon in Virgo, this is the full moon of your year for any of you Virgos out there. If you have the sun in Virgo, this is the six months later, here it is, the, the culmination. So whatever, pro, um, anything that you began, you Virgo folks, you fabulous Virgo folks, um, anything that you began in that new moon back in um, in August, there's a, a full a, a culmination or a completion of, or really anybody, no matter what our sun sign, whatever project that we started back in under that new moon time, it is now completing. I know in my own life, I've been working on a project with a, um, uh, a friend and uh, uh, helping uh, project managing, helping him launch his book, um, jumped over there to help a friend. Uh, and uh, no, I am not available. Please, I have that huge experience in that uh, book, you know, product launches and PR and all, but I can't do it for, <laughs> I got to keep to my day job, uh, but I make exceptions. And for him, I did. And um, that was started in the Virgo new moon and his uh, book is about to be published and um so yeah I'll throw out a little blurb a little shout out to him when that when that's done but anyway yeah 
there's an example, of course, Virgo is ruled by Mercury, which is about writing and such. So anything, think back to late August, whatever their completion. Now, let's look specifically at this particular new moon. I'm going to bring up my screen here. And I have, here is the chart for Washington, D.C. And as we can see here, uh, we've got a little little, uh, little Pisces action going on. It's not quite a stellium. They're not conjunct Mercury, the Sun, and uh, Neptune, but they are, are co-present. So there's a lot that speaks to, you know, the, the ruler of this um the ruler of the uh, full moon is, of course, Mercury. And Mercury, in this particular case, is, is in a challenging place. Um, but that doesn't mean it's bad. I'm not going to explain. I will explain. Uh, Mercury in Pisces is said to, according to the ancient astrologers, it is said to be in exile. And it is also, um, in this case, it's combust. It's almost... Um, it's under the beams or almost combust the sun. So when it's that close to the sun, it's blotted out. You know, we, we can't see it. We can't see it in the in the sky. In this case, it's morning star. Um, but it we we it's not we're we're not able to see Mercury. So that um that can be a challenge. Now, for example, for this full moon, um, the yeah, so it's it's pretty much combust under the beams combust we're not going to split hairs it's a virgo full moon we got to release all that little nitpicky stuff but i'll get to that in a moment okay combust and in exile so um mercury is also for this new moon um it's it's not only the the ruler of the new moon it's also exaltation ruler and bound ruler so it makes the rules so a a, a combust and exiled mercury is making the rules and giving support to this um owning and giving support to this full moon. Well, what does that mean? Well, think about it. Uh, Mercury in Pisces, Mercury doesn't like being in Pisces. Mercury loves, you know, especially in, in this, you know, tabulation and analytic, collecting data, analyzing it, um, you know, polling and, and, and polling yourself, polling and questioning others, connecting with others, analyzing. In the sign of Virgo, it's very, you know, it's like, breaking things down and what's essential and what's not right being very being able to break down and analyze things well the full moon in virgo is about the need to release this it's a, the need to release perfection and being nitpicky and critical of our, of ourselves and others especially the, the 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 you know imposter syndrome can certainly fall under this you know the feeling that you're not good enough or that you you know, you're afraid that people are going to find out that you're a fraud or, or whatever, you know. So the, these are some of the things that may come up during this full moon. Um, I would say also, you know, things to notice is like worry, excess worry and anxiety will come up. Nervous, nervous tension, um, you know, mercury rules the mind and the, and the nervous system. So health concerns around nerves, around your mind, you know, busy mind or too analytical analysis paralysis. Uh, Mercury also rules, um, Virgo also rules the colon and the intestines. And so health and hygiene, especially around that area of the body, would definitely be highlighted. Um, the idea around, you know, am I doing everything correctly? Am I doing it right? You know, there's like this never ending question. Is this correct? Believe me, I know. I, this is, I, I huh. if you knew, every day I deal with this. Am I doing it right? Oh my God, there is no right. There is no right. I, I'm telling myself that as well as you. There is no right way. 
somebody told me that like 25 years ago, there is no right way. I'm like, oh, oh my God, there, there, there's somebody standing there like, or, or jumping out from under the bed. You know, those, those mattress tags is like, do not remove under, you know, like follow the rules. And it's like, what happens if something ripped it off? Somebody's gonna jump out and say, you did something wrong. So this is the full moon where we just like get to let go of all that. So I say, look, Mercury and Pisces, yeah, it's, you know, maybe if you're like an air traffic controller, it's probably not the best place to be, you know, yeah, Mercury and Pisces. But what's the grace? What's the grace of an exiled planet? Well, Mercury in the sign of Pisces is to embrace the mystical mind, to feel and ponder and contemplate transcendence, um, you know, God consciousness, goddess consciousness, just this an expanded mind, a mystical mind. And so that's where our, that's our solution for this full moon in Virgo. It's, it's saying, look, you know, um, the solutions to our nitpicky anal analytical mind are gonna be in the mystical. Very strong signature for this with Mercury being domicile, exaltation and bound ruler in an exiled sign. Go deep, go below the surface. Don't be like thinking on the surface with like facts and logic, but solutions are in the mystical, the dream state, other dimensions. Um, I would say too, um, you know, here, well, yeah. Think about Pisces, the ocean, right? So I'm thinking, okay, you know, what could we do with that information? Well, look, suggestions. Well, before I, you know what, just just let's put a let's put a whole button on that. Before I finish that thought, <laughs> I'm gonna go back. See, I'm trying to be perfect. Ah! All right, like I said, I'm talking to myself. Um, I just want to say that part of this, the, the, the one feature of this full moon, not only is the Merc exiled Mercury, but 10 and a half hours later in the shot, you know, in the framework of the full moon, the full moon is felt, you know, a day or so before that day, next day. So it's like a three day gig. The full moon will be entering about 10 and a half hours later, the full moon's going to enter a square with Mars. Mars is still out of bounds, guys. You know, it's, it's still going to be out of bounds till May. Um, but it's still out of bounds and it's in Mercury's temple, Mars and Gemini, right? Um, so it's going to be entering that square. So that is definitely a call to release our critical mind, slow down, accept people, accept other points of view, um, watch us, you know, don't erupt into arguments, you know, staying out of arguments. It can be very emotional, right? Like I'm right and or my my anxiety and my emotions are tied up with arguments. It's like, no, Mars and Gemini tells us breathe. Oh, embrace with Gemini, other points of view, right? Be fluid, think fluidly, direct yourself in, in more than one direction. Mars and Gemini is like, consider this, but also consider this. So that would be my basic solution. Some actual hands-on solutions. I got a few for you. Um, <laughs> Okay, like I said, clean, uh, the colon, clean your colon. That's not a bad idea anytime, right? But, you know, herbs, right? Virgo is an earth sign. So herbs, herbal cleanses, herbal teas. This is like a wonderful thing. Colon is where we hang on to the past. We, you know, our worries are, uh, we stuff things, you know, um, it, it rules, you know, it's like the past, sex, money, uh, you know, survival, all that stuff is very bound up in the colon or can be. So 
colon clean. Definitely good idea. All right, well, let's get out of the colon and let's go a little higher. <laughs> um, writing, Virgo, Mercury, the god of writing. Um, Hermes, Trismegistus, the god of writing. Um, dream journal, perfect idea, right? With Mercury and Pisces, journal, journal your dreams or, or and, and maybe talk to yourself around, you know, how can I realize my dreams without getting crazy? Or am I so afraid of doing something and following my dreams that I get caught up and I procrastinate and then I don't do it because I'm so afraid of making a mistake. I'm so afraid of being, that it's not perfect. It's like, this is a, where we get to be aware so we can let go. We can integrate the sun in Pisces, forgiveness, compassion for self, others, integrating that. Um, I would think too, if you're near a beach or have access to dolphins, swim with them. Uh, swim with the dolphins, or at least just see it in your mind's eye, connecting with dolphins, telepathing with them. You know, we can do that from anywhere. Uh, mermaids. Mermaids are real. Shh. Tell anyone. See, I... No, doesn't want to go on camera. Okay, sorry, sorry. I understand. Really? Uh, yeah. No, seriously. All right. You want, can I just tell you something? Years ago, I gave this really great talk. It was on um, the Great American Eclipse. Remember that? In, in, what was it? Uh, 2017. And the Sabian symbol was a mermaid arising from the ocean waters, ready for rebirth in human form. It was like really, really cool. And that's actually why I got this tattoo on my arm. It's a mermaid, Savannah Matcha, from the Hindu cosmology. Anyway, um, why am I bringing this up? There was, when I did this incredibly detailed, God, weeks and weeks of research, I found that there was this, there was a museum in Denmark, talk about mystical conversations here. <laughs> Pretty, this will satisfy your logical mind during the full moon in Virgo. Um, there was this, I think it's, I want to say it's Denmark or Norway, one of those Scandinavian countries. And they had this, um, a glass display case with a skeleton that was found in a peat bog. And it was a, it was a mermaid skeleton. It had like a human for top part. And then it was like this fin. And it's like, you know, I, you know what I love about you guys, the Europeans, you you guys are so hip. They're like, yeah, so what big deal. You know, like they, they accept, you know, like you talk to an Irish person, leprechauns, this and that. And then we'll hear these Scandinavians. They're like, yeah, mermaids. Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. You know, I was like, okay, if you could have, interdimensional beings from outer space why not in the ocean i mean you know think about it. why not right remember mars and gemini be open to all different paths so anyway i'm just saying yes talk to the mermaids and um here's another idea okay it's a little more down to earth listen to whale music i think it's really cool the way they those those sounds those kind of deep deep groanings that deep under the ocean perfect solution um enjoy beautiful mystical art um, beauty, you know, embracing beauty and letting go of the critical mind. Uh, here's a chant that you might want to, I looked up, you know, chants for Mercury and this uh, Bud, the, 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 the Mercury in Vedic astrology is known as Bud, like Buddha without the A, just Bud, which is the mind. And so this will be about anything that you can do to purify your mind. Certainly yoga is great, chanting, uh, chanting to Mercury, uh, Om Buddhaya Namaha, is is a chant that you are calling on um, and acknowledging Mercury and inviting him or it them right not gender neutral Mercury both sides we're inviting them into your life 
Uh, one other thing I wanted to share. Oh, I still have this chart up. I'm sorry. I meant to, yeah. Um, no, I'm going to show you a really cool picture now. Uh, there is a there is a uh, a yogi in India. His name is Yogi Yogi Raj Gurunath Siddhanath, and um, I know that's a mouthful. He's a really really cool guy. He's up in the Himalayas. But there's no actually there's an ashram in Pune, India, which is kind of near Mumbai on the west side of India, and um, he has an ashram there outside Pune. And he let me show you this picture. I, I think you're going to enjoy it. I've shown it in, you know, a few years past, but I'm bringing it forward because there's so many of you that are new here. Um, here it is. This is a Mercury, Mercury shiveling. This is pure Mercury. So solidified. Do not do this at home. This is uh, purified by a Siddha ma master. So he has Siddhas. He has, you know, um, exalted, very highly evolved powers that way he can do this. And it's not going to poison him because obviously if you are an I, in our current state were to touch mercury, it would be poisonous. And um, anyway, so this is about refining codex, right? Refining the mind. He constructed this shiveling uh, to quiet the mind, the world mind, the world mind chatter. So it's just like 11 ton whatever thing that he took probably months and months of prayer, prayer. And in the um, process, alchemically transforms toxicity into purity. So then mercury actually becomes a healing agent. Interesting, right? As it says here, shiveling can be termed the elusive philosopher's stone and has a distinctive spherical shape, Yogi Raj Siddhanath said. He said the science of mercury solidification, a technique that Europe and Arabia so dearly wanted but could not comprehend, has been known to India for 7,000 years, since the time of the Indo-Saraswati civilization. Mercury, I'm reading this too, it's nice to hear, but there are folks that listen on Spotify and, and uh, Google Podcasts and, and, uh, and like 10 different audio platforms. So a mercury, when solidified, sheds its toxic qualities and begins to exude a nectarine effect. Isn't that beautiful? Like nectar. Adding that it assists in slowing down the aging process. Excuse me, I, let me book my trip to India uh, right now. <laughs> the ingestion of such pure mercury enables a true yogi to obtain a Sanjivan De, an immaculate body free from the ravages of time, right? So when we when we purify our mind, we step outside of time and space. That's definitely a real citizen. It also helps in stabilizing the mind and attaining a state of peaceful calm, he said. The purification of mercury from its fluid to a solid state has 16 phases, he added. Yeah, no small feat. Anyway, his temple is called the Earth Peace Temple. It's in a forested area in the Singahad area, Donje Golawad, kind of near Pune, non-denominational, everyone welcome. Anyway, just wanted to uh, to share that. Like what's available when we purify our minds? Wow, great conversation to have for our um, this full moon in Virgo, right? Uh, the last thing I wanna say is in closing is, okay, my dear, wonderful yogi sister, Erin Reese, is currently in India, speaking of India, as we speak. And as of, I think, today, she is in the north of India. I'm following her on Substack, her north of India, going to the Golden Temple of Amritsar. So everybody, please wish her and her husband, Keith, well. They're doing a whole month um, 
you know, uh, journey there. And I, I'm like, oh, I want to go. And I, I just want to say shout out. Her book, The Bindi Girl 2, is out on Amazon. And also you can read, I would say, go great exercise. Final final suggestion for this new moon, in a full moon in Virgo. Go read her. She's on Substack, Erin Reese. I'll put the link below. And uh, she's, yeah, just, it's amazing. I love it. She's such a great writer. It, you feel like you're right there with her. And um, as a matter of fact, I'm getting the email alerts every day and she's handwriting her entries. So it's so, it's so cool. It's like, yeah, good old fashioned. You remember handwriting? <laughs> so to read these things with handwriting, it just feels even more personal. So um, I invite you to, you know, jump on board and we can all travel with her in, in that way. So that's all I have for you today. Um, if you need a reading a session, anything to help you take down 2023 and utilize it for its best, um, how to utilize these transits and and uh, such and these major changes for uh, to to maximize opportunity in your life. Give me a holler. Always glad to help. And um, anything else, just, uh, you know, love hearing from all of you. Like, share, subscribe always helps the channel. Uh, you are all so delightful. Mwah! I just give you big air hugs for every one of you and many, many blessings. Um, so you have a fantastic week. I'll see you soon. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrologies.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.